This is a DirtOnDirt.com videocast for Tuesday, October 8th. I'm Derek Kessinger inside the DirtOnDirt.com studios alongside Turn Michael Reiners, my boy, Turny Turn. He actually got a, you know, a polo on a day, no bear swag, so yeah. that big loss. So. Yeah, big loss, so we uh, went back to the DoD swag. Well, here in a little bit, we're going to preview this weekend's Falls Frenzy in February, Illinois. Turn, we are headed back to our home track, the Mecca, hashtag Falls, Fairbury Speedway. And for the first time I think in my life, I think we're racing late models in October, and the field looks absolutely stacked. Turn, are you as excited as I am? Because I am stoked. I am, man. I'm pumped. Uh, it's going to be a great weekend of racing here in Illinois. A uh, little cooler, but not a bad thing. Uh, I like the cool weather as a big guy, so... Uh, you also look good some, in sweatshirts. So. What's that? You also look good in sweatshirts. Yeah, I do. I, it makes me look better. It covers up. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to this weekend. Well, let's just pre, uh, let's just go over a little stuff that happened this past week. And you were at the Pittsburgh 100 on Saturday, and it was heartbreak hotel for Jonathan Davenport, who ran out of gas with seven laps to go. Turn, how bizarre was that? That was absolutely a wild scene. And, you know, I feel bad for Jonathan and the crew. Yeah, I mean, there was, uh, you know, throughout the race, I, I heard Rick Schwally talking, you know, we're going to try and conserve fuel, stop when we can, try not run too many pace laps. And, uh, man, it just, I don't know, JD out there, maybe he used a little too much trying to get away from everybody. But pretty crazy when they, uh, I think they stopped him on the backstretch, and that's when... He couldn't get the car refired, and we're like, oh, boy, this is yeah, oh big boy. implications here. And then, uh, you know, Don O'Neill had been on his tail there for several laps and, and was close. He wasn't really pulling away anymore, and uh, I guess Don O'Neill just got the break that he needed to get back in victory lane. Yeah, it was good to see him win 20 large, but a turn, you know, I'm a little fired up here because on Twitter the other day, somebody had to say this about Jonathan Davenport, and it made me laugh, so... <clears throat> What's it say there, Turn? I can't read it from here. <laughs> Without Rumley's, all these tweets and explanations for at the Fast 49, non-existent. Very average, minus Kevin. Very average. Okay, Turn. Um, I'm going to say it here. In the words of Stephen A. Smith, stay off the weed because, I mean, honestly, Jonathan Davenport, he's going to win his second straight Lucas Oil Championship. I know Kevin Rumley, he's a guru at tuning, but Jonathan Davenport has won three World 100s, you know, with three different car owners. Yes, Kevin was with two of them, but to call Jonathan Davenport average, if he's average, turn, what am I? Mediocre at best? At best, yes. <laughs> Mediocre at best. And also, I see you big sexy. Brandon Overton picked up two World of Outlaw victories over the weekend at Cherokee and 411. And how about that race at Livonia where Chris Madden held off a Scott, late-charging Scott Bloomquist? A very entertaining race, to say the least. And you know what? Chris Madden, the teammate of Scott Bloomquist, held him off for a big victory. And, you know, Bloomer, I think, is getting better and better towards the end of the year. Can he get one of these big wins Turn. I mean, I think so. He's got a few races still coming up that he's really good at it. Um, so, Like Portsmouth? He's won a few dirt yeah, track world championships He's won a few there. there, and you can never count Scott out when the big money is on the line. So Yeah, so he's, you know, he's right there in the thick of things. But late model live returns next week as we go full dirt track world championship talk and set the table for one of the sport's biggest events on october 18th and 19th that's late model live back on the air next week tuesday october 15th turn we're getting a day closer to weekend at swaths i'm pumped up for it i know man You're i've had be... several people ask what it's going to be so i'm not surprising them until the week of i know i mean what are you going to do out there i think you're just going to be drinking beer but uh, i think this is all a scheme as what is it is no but... scheme this is actually great content that will be on our website <laughs> But you know what, Turn, we need to get this video cast started. You ready to go? I'm ready. Well, let's go.
Joining me now on the Integra Shocks and Springs Hotline is Fairbury owner and promoter Matt Curl. Matt, big event this weekend at the Legendary Oval, late models in October. How excited are you for this weekend, considering, you know, me growing up the whole time there, we were done at Labor Day. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited. The fall has always been one. We're real quiet around this area here at Fairbury, but we're opening up the gates here this weekend. And with us not racing in September, there's a huge buzz going around here. Fielding calls all day long just about what this weekend is going to bring. And uh, the excitement level is probably the highest I've ever seen it in the fall here. So I'm stoked, just ready to get going here, have a great finale to what's been a fantastic season here at Fairbury. This is your first year as the track owner. As of January 1st, you know, 2019, you got the reins of the track. And I want you to give me an honest assessment of how this 2019 season has went for you and your staff. Well, I mean, I'm super proud of all my crew and what we did. And, you know, there's, there's a huge difference between owning a facility and promoting a facility. And this year, you know, having to get in roots and the business side of things, definitely an eye-opener for me and my family and stuff. But all in all, um, a huge success for this year. We've had fantastic racing. I love the Falls Cup, uh, what we did there uh, this year for our weekly racing, and it's only going to get better for the future. So I, I call it, you know, it's definitely, it was an A in my books, uh, but a lot of hard work, uh, you know, for me and, and my crew and just uh, proud of everybody and, you know, just definitely looking for the future. Yeah, and that Falls Cup definitely caught some buzz there at PRI last year. And you know, there were some there were some haters are saying, you know, that's not going to attract more cars, but you can clearly tell the car count was way, way up this year. Yeah, it was. You know, we had a, a solid field of late models every single night at Fairbury. Uh, our lowest number on the season was 22, um, a, a high of 36, one nine, and everything in between. And uh, it just, you know, we had a variety of guys. We had a lot of locals and guys that, honestly, we hadn't seen in a long time that had late models that just wanted to come run here and there. And it was just neat to see those guys out racing. They had a lot of fun uh, on a weekly racing uh, budget for us to come in and just a $25 pit pass and $10 for the, for the fans. It was, it was something pretty neat and something that we're going to definitely do uh, next year is continue that fall stuff uh, into the future. Simple question. What was the toughest thing about being a track owner in year one? Well, whether you're a track owner or promoter or anything in between there, definitely the weather, uh, you know, just uh, what, what you can't, prepare for what you can't really mother nature is going to do what she's going to do and you just have to have all the preparation and you know contingency plans around that so that's that's the toughest thing everything else i've been through uh, you know with working with uh tom and, uh, and the world of outlaws and 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 that that really prepared me for getting into a position like this and uh, i feel like i'm on my game and i have a lot of great promoters around me i talked to kevin gundecker earlier today we were just throwing a couple things off each other and they're going to come up and race with us. So, you know, just things like that. I just feel like it's been uh, a good process to get it to where I am today. No doubt Falls has hit the national scene the last few years. You have the Prairie Dirt Classic. You have the Marquee Summer Nationals event. And now you have this Falls Frenzy. But I have to ask you, what is the main reason you think Fairbury has gotten so much success recently? Well, I mean, I've, I've, said, this, I've said this to a lot of fans of track promoters that ask me, you know, how, how Fairbury's got to today. And, and, you know, back a number of years ago, you know, we threw all our cards in the middle there. Just we, we wanted to open up Fairbury, you know, but at the end of the day, you have to have a racing track. You have to have passing. You have to have drivers that know that they can come into the pits, that they start 10th or 12th or 14th, and they have a legitimate shot at winning that race. And you want to surround them with a great environment. The fans have that environment. The drivers have that environment, and they know that they can race. 
the fans know that they're going to see a great race. So putting those all together is a key. And you, you have to have your crew, you have to have your track crew, you got to have uh, people in positions to meet those fans. And, you know, you got to make sure that they're, you know, wanted and a part of your event. Yeah, and we're showing video here of Jonathan Davenport passing uh, Dennis Herb Jr. here. It also helps when you have good racing, when you have like four last lap passes in your uh, biggest race of the year, you know, like out of the last six years. So that helps too. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, you can't script that stuff. Uh, you know, you, honestly, each of those uh, instances, you just, you know, can you replicate that every single year? And, you know, f you know, we always have been fortunate to have that, but uh, it just, it gives you goosebumps to know that. And I catch myself, you know, time and time again, checking out the crowd during those moments. I don't even watch the finish. I just watch the crowd and this makes me so proud to know that we have something that, uh, that people come back for each and every time. I'm not going to lie. I'm a homer. I'm proud to call Fairbury my home track. I actually love it when people call me a homer on Twitter saying Fairbury this, Fairbury that. But other than Eldora, there's no track that have fans like they do at Fairbury. I mean, simply put, they are just passionate. They love dirt late model racing. They just love cars going in circles. You see the fans every week. What makes them so unique? Well, it's it's their love for racing. And we, you know, growing up, Mike, Mike Norris and myself, you know, on the backstretch. And then, you know, when we were little boys and, you know, we just loved the late model racing. And then we loved what, you know, all the just different generations that came through from the 80s being a boy to the 90s when we were older and, you know, got to see you know, the Kevin Weaver started to come up there and, and then in the 2000s when the Freemans and Bulls started racing. And then to now and almost to the two, 2020 era, we've just been so blessed with the amount of people around our area, whether it's our area, Farmer City, Georgia, you know, LaSalle. I mean, within two hours of Fairbury, there's such a heartland of race fans. And we're very fortunate to have that. Uh, the fans have been spectacular. They just love to see racing. And, you know, we we just make sure that they have something for them to enjoy and, and do that. So we, we love being, you know, part of the Falls fans and, and uh, what they bring. And it, it doesn't happen without the fans, I'll tell you that. And I know I've had a couple of people from North Carolina that comes back, you know, the Prater <laughs> Classic every year, and they say you're, like, stuck in 1995, at, you know, when you're at Fairbury. You have to agree with that one. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you're, you're a little boy every time you go back to Fairbury and, and uh, what, what we have. And that's why – you know, as much, as big as Fairbury has kind of gotten on the, you know, the scene and stuff, you still want to keep your feet on the ground. You still want it to be Fairbury because you wanted that atmosphere every single time you come back. So um, we try to provide that, just make some tweaks here and there to make sure that fans and drivers have what they, they need and excitement every time you come by and, and it'll be there next time. You've been going to this racetrack since you were a pup. I got to ask you, what's your all-time favorite memory from the place? <laughs> oh, that's a great question. Great question. Honestly, um, you can't script, you know, when you're have a race uh, underneath your own home, like an owner, and you have the last lap pass like you did for this year's Prater Classic, I think it it has to be the biggest highlight for me, knowing that all the hard work and, you know, with my family and all my crew and stuff that we're able to get out of the shadows of anything else and put together a national show and to have that, that type of race, that type of an event to come out like that, I'm, I'm that's my biggest memory of Fairbury. Yeah, mine, no, it's just some video here of it. It's 2015, you know, it was the third year of the World of Outlaws here. You had the Jonathan Davenport last lap pass. And then on Friday night, right here, you have Jonathan Davenport drawing the two, calling his shot, and giving, you know, <laughs> our boy Kevin Weaver, you know, the number two starting spot in the falls draw, and he ended up winning that race. But that I think that was year three of the big race, and I think that kind of like solidified, you know, Fairbury and the Prairie Deer Classic is a huge marquee event. It, it has. You know, we've, 
I, I, everybody knows that I'm not afraid to kind of think out of the box and try some things and, you know, when needed to, to adjust things. And some promoters, you know, might think that it's too much at times and not fair or whatever. But to me, like we've gone through the whole process back in 2013, we had a two day 20 first off with the word about Law Morton building late mom series. And then we, as we went along, we got the falls draw that went through two years and we just felt like that that wasn't quite it. And we got on and I put designed and built this, Friday day, Friday night showdown, part of the Prater Classic where we pay everybody Friday night and we have four features. And I mean, it's just, it's crazy that night. And then to cap it off with the Saturday night feature show and 100 laps and proven to all the haters back in the day that Fairbury could never go 100 laps because that was always the, the same before 2013 is that thing's going to rubber up in the first 25 laps. Well, uh, we haven't rubbered up since. And we'll, I promise you that we're going to do everything we can to make that track racy every single time that car hits that track. And the huge announcement that the Prairie Dirt, I've got to ask about the pay bump for the 2020 Prairie Dirt Classic. What made you decide to go with 50 to win next year? As a Fairbury kid, never in my life I could even fathom the PDC paying this much money to win. Just shows how this track has really grown over the years. It's pretty exciting stuff. Yeah, it, it's time. You know, it's time to, to put Fairbury in elite status with so many great events in our industry. Uh, North, South, Cedar Lake the world dream and stuff. I mean, not that Fairbury hadn't had a lot of good vibes and didn't have a great PDC, but we've had some uh, very good partners uh, stepping in to help out. The Bank of Pontiac's been just so crucial for us to have the resources to to do what we wanted to with the Prater Classic over the last number of years. And um, we're going to get help from uh, the World of Outlaws this year. And we're going to get help from a lot of other places. And a lot of those details will come this winter. But to put 50,000 up, you know, to solidify the Prater Classic and to, you know, just to have an event that people know that they're going to have that uh, platform to, to have a national race here in Central Illinois is uh, it's real exciting for the future. Last question. I've known you virtually my entire life. Hell, you pretty much changed my diapers. Not really, but seriously. But you have to <laughs> admit, right. though, you yeah, chatty boys. <laughs> you have to admit, though, you've taught me very well and I've grown up to be a respectable man. <laughs> I give it's, you some credit uh, for that one. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, There's Matt. There's no question. Uh, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, you know, like, chatty boys, I've learned so much from you that you should be, like, proud of me. I will have to say that I am super proud of you, Derek, for everything that uh, you've come up through. I'm a huge asset to our industry, Fairbury Speedway. I love the character that you bring here every day at Falls and uh, – uh, just looking forward to uh, what we have. And uh, you're going to be in the infield this weekend, so I can't wait to have you part of the Falls crew. Yeah, we will be there live Friday and Saturday. Good luck this weekend, Matt. You guys deserve it. Hopefully the weather holds off and we'll have a great weekend. Going to be a stack field, and I'll see you this weekend, bud. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. We are live, live, live from America's Dirt Track. Hashtag Falls, Fairbury Speedway this weekend, Friday and Saturday. And turn Deal of a lifetime, 10 bucks for subscribers. You cannot beat that. No, man. You got to, again, the DOD subscription comes in clutch, gets you a big discount on the pay-per-view. Make sure to get it. Order up in the upper right-hand corner. It's going to be a great weekend. Are we going to see another instant classic at the Central, Central <laughs> Illinois Bowl Ring? Because over the years, we got a good track record there. Yeah, I hope so, man. Uh, there was a year that I shot the, the Falls Frenzy. It was in the spring. Uh, but uh, great finish there. I believe Weaver got him for the ten grand, or was that in? The, it might have been in the fall. That was actually. in August of fifteen. Yeah, you know, yeah. I see. I'm a Weaver historian. I know like exactly his big wins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, Weaver won ten grand. That was fun. Fun race to shoot. Uh, 
Looking forward to uh, another good one. We got Brandon Shepard, Shane and Bab, Bobby Pierce will all be going for that $20,000 payday. We got some out-of-towners there. It's going to be a heck of a time, but we are live from there Friday and Saturday, 10 bucks for subscribers. And don't forget, Late Model Live returns October 15th, the preview, the DTWC. I cannot wait for that show. We haven't had a Late Model Live in a wild turn. We're bringing out the full guns next week. Heck yeah, we are. <laughs> yeah, made a few words. I love it. For everyone here at DirtOnDirt.com Studios, we hope you have a great rest of the week. Get to Dixie in Rome. Get to Fairbury. Get to Wheatland. Hell, get to any racetrack near you. Be great, everybody. I'm Derek Kessinger. That's Michael Reiners. <laughs>